Hello, I'm Mark. And I'm Trevor. And this is Talk Apocalypse, a podcast discussing the current fortnight of Apocalypse Sports Trivia. I'm in End Times North Premiership, and Trevor is in Doomsday North Premiership. This episode will be going over the questions from Fortnite 26, Day 3. Starting off with question number one, how to overthink a question from Mark. This scoreboard from August 6, 2012 in Manchester, England, preserves a moment in time just before a game-winning goal scored by which player? Some argue the game would never have reached this point if not for Abby Wambach's clever manipulation of a referee. And we get the parenthetical that Abby did not score the goal in question. So the scoreboard is 3-3, three to three, USA, Canada, extra time, 218 of added extra time, presumably for some level of fake injury by Abby Wambach. I do not recall this game in particular. I've quickly figured out this is, was the 2012 Olympics in London. I don't remember if it was a gold medal game or a semifinal. I mean, I vaguely remember the game. I think we were down like 3-1 maybe or 2-1 going to extra time and they scored, we scored, they scored again. And then Abby Wambach. Yeah, I remember, I, re- I do recall the game, but I tried to overthink this, I think. I mean, I was like, well, if it's an American who scored, and I don't remember who won the game. So that was my main thing. I don't remember that we won or not. So I think it's American at, you know, Carly Lloyd, we have Megan Rapino, maybe Alex Morgan. I didn't remember, couldn't quite put in my mind how old she was. And I was like, well, I know Canada beat us at one of these major finals. I mean, I just remember that they beat us. Maybe it was a semifinal, maybe it was just a qualification match, but sometime around this time, I remember that they beat us. So I was like, well, I can't really pinpoint an American. So if Canada beat us and Canada scored, it's going to be Christine Sinclair. And so without really having anything better, I was like, I, I just feel like Canada beat us at one of these finals. And I cannot remember, I couldn't put my finger on an American who would have scored this goal. So at the end of the day, I said, Christine Sinclair. I, like you, did not remember this. In hindsight, I'm like, wow, well, how do I not remember this amazing like last second gold to win the gold medal or whatever but it was incredible like this is incredible but i did not remember it so i just thought okay who are some american women soccer players alex morgan carly lloyd those kind of people came to mind and sort of did a, did a 50 50 in my mind uh, between alex morgan and carly lloyd and i guess well I, I came down with carly lloyd as my answer oh no yeah, which turned out to be the wrong answer of those two options, the, the correct answer being Alex Morgan. So I was not happy to see that, but what can you do? Yeah, that was, I, like I, I said, I, was, I did not remember who won the game. I know we lost to Canada at some point. I just took a shot because I was in the same boat. It was basically, a, I would say, a four-way coin flip. I don't know what that is. It's like tossing a four-sided die, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That'll be what it is. Christine Sinclair, Megan Rapinoe, Alex Morgan, and Carly Lloyd. So if you had asked me who scored the goal without the Wambach, I would have said Abby Wambach scored. Because I I remember she scored like a late header in this one. And then I don't remember Morgan scoring the final goal. But and I did not. I literally answered like 10 minutes ago. So I didn't even have haven't even had time to like look up this match in hindsight. So that's unfortunate. But yeah, I I watched I watched the video. There's a there's a there's a cross in and Alex Morgan gets her head on it in the top right corner. So it's a it seems like really exciting i'm I'm kind of surprised i didn't didn't remember it and my opponent didn't remember it either even though soccer was his highest category and i was like well man maybe this is a popular enough game that someone with a great soccer score would remember it so i k'd him on it and he got it wrong too so maybe it's not as easy as it seems 
This was also my K of the day. I'm uh, sorry. Home run of this is my home run of the day. Sorry. Okay. Uh, not okay. My K. My home run of the day. Although I'm playing, I played Steve Bonneman today in my main match. Which, if you don't know who he is, Trevor, he is a trivia master. He is, he is a very good trivia player. Extremely, extremely good. So, spoiler alert. Yeah, he got it right. Of course. I'm also playing Matt Takimoto today. Jeopardy guy. Jeopardy Matt Takimoto in our private division. So. Yeah, we'll see. I, he hasn't submitted yet, so I, I don't know what happened. We'll wait with bated breath. But in the meantime, we'll move on to question two. Wayne Coffey, a sports writer for the New York Daily News, wrote a 2005 book playing off of the title of a Don Henley song or maybe off of a Roger Kahn baseball book or a line from a Dylan Thomas poem. Question is asking us for the book's title, giving us a parenthetical that the foreword was by Jim Craig. This one was not too difficult, like getting the getting most of it. The last little part was the difficult part. Don Henley's song clued me into The Boys of Summer, which made sense for a Roger Kahn baseball book. I just, I've heard that phrase with, with baseball before. So Boys of Summer came into my mind. And then, but I know it's not going to be that because it's playing off of the title. And the foreword being by Jim Craig lent me, okay, this is, this is in more of a winter direction. Is this the boys of winter? Is this the boys of... 80, what, what is this the boys of? And I said, well, it would make most sense just play off of boys of summer with boys of winter. So that's what I ended up going with was the boys of winter. I had exactly the same thing. I couldn't uh, I read through the question and Don Henley's song, Boys of Summer is probably the first thing I think of. I feel like that is a baseball book. I couldn't tell you about Dylan Thomas. I don't know anything about poetry. I don't like poetry. And then, yeah, Jim Craig, the goalie for the Miracle Ice team. So I was like, well, if it's Boys of Winter or it's something completely crazy that I am not going to get, which that's not the way Sportsdramas rolls usually. So I also just said Boys of Winter, which was the correct answer. That's the correct answer. Yep. Yeah. I, the, the, like I said, the last part was just the only thing. Could this be yeah, the Boys of Lake Placid? Is this the Boys yep. of... Yep. 80 is this the boys of winter but yeah it, it, nice all right that, that that's a that's a good way to rebound from question one yeah wow and then question number three probably one of my favorite questions so mm. i've been in ast for like i don't know 10 or 12 fortnights and this one warmed the the cockles of my heart wow that, that that's hard yeah, to do that's, that's really it's brilliant so although willie mule mueller miller spent his entire relatively short mlb career with the brewers when he faced jake taylor in the bottom of the ninth for the season on the line in a one game playoff for the divisional title what team did he play for so i read this question i usually read through the questions and i read this question i'm like oh my god i've never heard of this guy so I'm like, who's Jake Taylor? I'm like, oh, geez. Okay. So I went on to like the next one. And when I came back, I looked at it again. I'm like, oh, okay. I remember a couple of fortnights ago, there was a, a question about a tennis player. There was a picture of a tennis player sitting on the court. And I had mm -hmm. never, never seen that movie, but I'm like, I'm sure this is from a movie. And then, so I looked at this question again and I'm like, oh, Jake Taylor, of course, catcher. Cleveland Indians, major league. One of my favorite movies, college. I've watched it 250 thousand times probably jay calls his shot <laughs> and then squeeze bunts willie mays hayes home for the winning run and they were facing clue hayward's hated terrible awful new york yankees so that's what i said the yankees played the indians in a one-game playoff in that movie yeah i thought this question was tricky in to to, to parse through a little bit that William Mueller spent his MLB career with the Brewers, but when quote he, the he is in quotes. Yes. Okay, why 
mean, why immediately like, why is that? That's strange. Then asking what team did they play for? Okay, then this this is telling me this is in a different sort of realm. This is not Willie Mueller as Willie Mueller. And Jake Taylor, but Jake Taylor, once I was in that sort of realm, Jake Taylor clued me into okay, we're in we're in major league. And then once once we're into major league, then I think the rest is if you've seen the movie, is pretty straightforward. So I also put Yankees, knowing the movie. But you you just have to get in there by recognizing the the quotes around he and thinking one. I think you got to take one next step question to get there. But um, yeah, I mean, as I, I did, yeah. If, if you've seen the movie, like I said, it, I, I've seen it a ton, and it even took me a little while to be like, wait a second, Jake Taylor, one game divisional playoff, and then just go like you said, like you were saying, just changing your mindset into being like, oh, this isn't real life. That's why the he isn't. In quotation, so yeah, comes from somewhere else. So yep, Yankees was correct, which yeah is two in a row. Makes me makes me made me wonder how Willie Mueller got the role in Major League, like this no name sort of like pitcher for the Brewers for a couple seasons. I, I presume they had some like open casting calls, and maybe he was just in town. I don't know. I assume it was filmed in Cleveland, although I'm not totally sure about that. Somebody. No, yeah. somebody smarter will I, be able to tell me where it was really filmed. If I if I remember correct, it was filmed at most of the movie was filmed in, in Milwaukee, I think. Well, there you go. That's yeah, I'm pretty that that makes a lot of sense now that I think about that. Yeah. Yeah, except that he was not pitching for the Brewers when, you know, like he was not around for the on, when the movie came out. Like he was before Right. Well, maybe he just lived so, in Milwaukee after he hey. They retired, probably tired and they needed people to come out and, and probably players. All right. So we can move on to question number four. Then it's asking, saying, saying the word sideline in American football denotes the uh, lines on either side of the field, marking, marking the boundaries of play. And what's this line most commonly called in rugby. And this is one that I, I think I got because of a recent learned league one day sort of thing about, what is it? What is it called when the ball goes out of bounds or something along those lines? Is it going into touch? I I I got it wrong then, so I remembered it, and so I put the touch line as the answer for this. Same. I mean, I I've known this for quite some time. One of my good friends, his roommate in grad school is from Wales, and he was a nearly professional rugby player and he currently worked with he worked for the Cardiff Blues for a long time which is one of the big rugby clubs in Wales and worked for the Welsh national rugby team all that being said I watch a lot of rugby and the Six Nations was recently concluded and yeah so into touch is a big thing I said touchline but you know I'm assuming he was accepting anything that had touch in it that was reasonably close uh, yeah touchline was the correct answer yeah, yeah. I I home I homered this one. Probably it was mistake in hindsight that uh, my my opponent got it. I feel but like th- it I does thought, come yeah. up a lot. Like I I thought maybe even previously in AST there was a question that was like this, but I don't really recall. I I know it's come up in learner league type stuff previously. So yeah, I was I felt like this one. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. You know, Steve Bonneman's going to get all of them. Most of the time, so I, uh, you know, like I thought there was no chance he was missing this one, so this one was just a two for me. Clearly, I, I was in the wrong here for home homering it. I, I, I thought it was harder than it was. But today was anyway. a tough. I think today was a tough day for defense, especially if you mm. had somebody who was a had a good soccer score. That mm. was, that one to me was the hardest question of the day. I think. Uh, well, for me, it was. Uh, so, yeah, like I was just kind of like, well, my opponents 
country club is the worst and that's what's coming up so i'm just home running that and you know whatever happens happens so that brings us to question number five name the amateur who won the wimbledon championships in 1939 and the u.s national championships prior to being called the u.s open in 1939 and 41 he turned professional late 1941 and won his last pro title in 1949 and came briefly out of retirement in 1973. so what got this for me was the 1973 part i was trying to think of some tennis players i know that people weren't professionals prior to i don't know, guess 1941 that all of the um, championships were just for amateurs. So that didn't really help me. And then I was like, oh, wait, 1973, Bobby Riggs, Battle of the Sexes. So I was like, that all kind of fits. I know he had won a couple of majors and was was pretty good in his day. And he was in his 50s, I believe, uh, when the Battle of the Sexes uh, matches were happening. So that all kind of made sense. So I just said Bobby Riggs. Very similar. I... Um... I'm usually pretty good with tennis, but even this is a little bit too early for me to really know tennis super well. But the out of retirement clue in 73, yeah, that clued me in pretty quickly to Bobby Riggs. Uh, I was like, yeah, he would make sense that he would. He I mean, he, I know he was older in 73 when he plays in the Battle of the Sexes. So it just makes a lot of sense that, oh, yeah, he probably he was a big name. And enough, he was a big enough name to, to be a big attraction for Battle of the Sexes. And so it makes sense that he won a couple titles. I didn't know that. But the briefly out of retirement at 73, like th- that has to be, it, can't, it almost has to be that, right? Like what other, what other thing could it be? So I went Bobby Riggs, which was the correct answer. So four out of five for both of us today. Not bad. Although my opponent, of course, got all five. So that was to be expected. That seems to happen, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. That was to be expected when I'm playing against Mr. Bonneman. Yeah. Does not get very many questions wrong. I I, I tied my Doomsday North opponent today, 8-4, 8-3. So I I played some poor defense and he, he played decent defense. He, he K'd me on the boys of winter. So, but yeah, so I'm one, one and one so far. I've got one of each result. It was a, it was, it was a, it was a pretty solid day. I, I'm now one and two, which is not where I want to be, but end times north is uh, not easy. <laughs> Doomsday division is not easy either. I don't know that any of them are really easy, but it's a grind every day just to try and get some wins. So looking forward to the theme day tomorrow. That'll be very interesting. Yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting one to talk through on the podcast in terms of uh, we keep, we're not just going to probably go through, straight through the questions. Yes, we'll uh, have, to, have to figure out how the best way to, to go through those are. Yeah, so I guess that does it for today, and we'll see what Sports Radamus has for us tomorrow.